0: it was just a fucking car. Just a fucking dog. Just a dog Vigo. Yeah, when Ellen died I lost everything Until that dog arrived on my doorstep a final gift for my wife In that moment, I received some semblance of An opportunity to grieve on And your son took that from me. Oh, Stole that from me. Killed that from me! People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your yeah. son. Or you can die, screaming alongside him. If your friend.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to Friends Talking Nerdy. Yes, we are indeed still here. This is Tim Jasma, and with us we got...
2: Oh, this is Ray.
1: And... and this
3: is Sterling.
2: Do we still need to introduce ourselves? I feel like people should know by now.
1: Uh, I mean, it's what shows do. I mean, you gotta... Get it
2: together, people. You Get got... it together.
1: Yeah, well, you gotta assume... <laughs> what, if, what if there are new people? That's oh, a thing. I
2: sh- well, I mean, there's also previous episodes. <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, I mean, but what also if this like, is the first
2: episode.
1: Well, like a comic book too. I mean, you can pick up issue twenty-seven, and if that's your first issue, then that's your first issue. So, anyway, <laughs> well, we are here. Uh, we d- did take a bit of a hiatus, but uh, we are uh, back now, and we are going to do a very special episode for the holidays. We are going to do a Valentine's episode. But instead of doing something positive, because we all know positive things in relationships that last about as much as my hair, I guess, Um, we're going to talk about (laughs) um, the downside of relationships, whether it's bad dating experiences, bad relationships overall, awkward stories, funny stories. We just want to get it all out there.
2: I have too I'm many
1: down. of these stories <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean you both know I at least have one um, so <laughs> um, so yeah uh we'll we'll start off on a positive note let's talk about first crushes yeah S- sterling since uh you've been with with uh, more women during the time I've known you since I've had <laughs> since uh I've been born I figured let's uh start off with you
3: <laughs> uh say my first crush Oh man are are we talking like like I had a crush on a girl in kindergarten or like the like
1: serious crush
2: Let's go throwback I want to hear about the juice box stories
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well last Thursday uh, no.
3: <laughs> So I I actually had a crush on a girl in my kindergarten class uh, um oh man I'm spacing on her first name but her last name was joy and uh, we we were in the same class mrs. Smith and she she was just like a cool person you know uh I liked being around her and I liked hanging out with her but then like I I had this like feeling that i couldn't convey and explain and i was like i think i like this girl but i didn't know what that meant at the time and it it was really weird because a lot of people are like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna punch or push or whatever but i was just really weird and i would just try and like hold her hand when we were sitting next to each other. And she would just be like, why are you holding my hand? I was like, I, I, I don't know. I, I just wanted to hold your hand. Let me be eight, you tall fuck. <laughs> you know. I, 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 no, this is like kindergarten. So this is like four. Or younger. How old is kindergarten? Kindergarten is
1: about between uh, six to eight. Really? Yeah. yeah.
3: So... I I'm, didn't know what to do. And then uh, at the end of kindergarten, she moved away. And she...
1: Does she have to get a restraining order on you? Like, I don't even know
3: <laughs> no, no. I, like the last thing we did, like at our class, we went bowling. So we, we went bowling. We hung out, sat together on the bus. And that was like the last time I ever saw her.
1: Rode off into the sunset on the school bus. Oh,
3: God. It came and went so fast. Were you waving with a eye. tear in
1: your eye? <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, All right. I, I I do remember, though, her dad was the, uh, the P.E. teacher. And uh, he was missing a finger. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something happened where he, uh, his wedding ring got caught. And it ripped off his finger, and that was, yeah, very memorable. Very memorable man.
1: I'm thinking some sort of John Bobbitt scenario where he got (laughs) caught doing something, and his wife was like, "Bitch!" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was just like him
2: sticking his finger down the garbage disposal, and then it just got gobbled up. I, I
4: think. You this is how we did it. No, well, I mean sports. that's
2: the common place for like people to stick their hands in, like when they lose wedding rings or when they slip off. They, ought to, like sometimes get stuck in the garbage disposal, and they
4: mm-hmm. there's that moment of well, panic
2: where you have to dig down in there really quick and get it out. So
3: it was still on his finger, and then something yanked it.
2: Oh, ew.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Either way, it's still gross. <laughs>
1: Okay, then. <laughs> I, just, I
3: just remember one day he had his finger, and the next he didn't.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Ray, your first crush.
2: Uh, mine was also in, uh, I think it was, like, elementary school as well. Um, I had a crush on my next-door neighbor. Uh, her name was Griselda. Yeah, her name was Griselda, and... She would always come over to my house and we'd like always hang out, and I just remember getting these like fluttery feelings. And like I couldn't really explore those feelings because shortly after she moved. And then another neighbor moved in and I had a crush on her. And we would play Doctor together.
4: Uh
2: and my friends sucking already after dark. Well, my mom caught us, like, under my bed playing doctor. <laughs> and then after that, I wasn't allowed to play with her anymore. So... Oh, no. <laughs> That was my quick crash, And I was just like, oh, well, I like people that are the same gender as me. Me being a little kid, not knowing what, like, different gender identities were at the time. But I was just like... I guess this is okay. Like, my mom didn't actually say no. She gave me a whooping, but she didn't really say that it was wrong. So, I'm going to keep going with it. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so... Hey. Hey.
4: Can't
3: see it, but I'm doing finger guns.
4: Hey. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's finger gun Wilson coming up to the plate. Uh, um... All right. Uh, well, me... Um... It was when I was in fifth grade. Um, I was more worried about cartoons and comic books when I was younger than anything else, and also girls were just plain scary. Um, but in fifth grade, there was this fourth grade girl that uh, named Michelle that was in my sister's class, and she was the first girl I ever had the courage to talk to. We would talk in re- at recess and all that, and it was just really cool. And uh, that lasted for a couple of months. You know, nothing more than really just hanging out and talking. Um, But then one day, um, this is at a little Christian school uh, that we went to. We had an assembly, and uh, she was up there with a little sister, and she stated that at the end of the school year, she was moving to New Guinea because her selfish damn parents had to become missionaries. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, they ended up going, and that was that for another... 15 20 years (laughs) holy cow she never came back uh not that i saw it no
2: wait did you mean that was the end of your like dating life for 15 to 20 years
1: yeah yeah
2: (laughs) jeez wait what about high school
1: didn't date in high school
2: oh man i was a slut in high school
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i was just Too timid around women. Didn't you know? Realize that even if they, if the woman thought I was like a halfway decent guy, that she would you know treat me like a human. Oh my gosh! But it, yeah, I was just scared. I was just a nerd.
3: I I absolutely was terrified of girls for a long time because uh, I I was very tall by the end of like seventh grade and. I was always mistaken for much older and I uh, was very self-conscious of that you know like we would have like dance as part of like PE and you'd have to get paired up you'd go around like cycle through and dance with each other and stuff like that and I was so much taller than everybody that like I was having back pain I was having all these issues, and it was just like really, really self-conscious, and I'd like get nervous, I wouldn't know what to do, I would try and talk, and I'd stutter. It was really, really awkward.
2: Can anybody tell me what was the point of having those dance classes for P.E.? I never got it.
3: I don't even know, and it was like the most stressful part (laughs) of the school year. Like I took swim class with like girls and that was less stressful than dancing.
2: Yeah, there was, like, so much pressure to, like, choose a dance partner, and then everybody was, like, gossiping as to, like, oh, my God, Uh, is this person going to choose this person? And, like, what if nobody gets, or, like, what if I'm the, like, loser that doesn't get picked? And,
1: like... I don't want to be Ralph Wiggum.
2: By the time you, like, (laughs) sort through all those emotions, you're just like, all right, like, get your partner and, like, get on the dance floor. We're going to learn how to fucking line dance or, like, do some, like, slow dancing. And she's (laughs) like, is there a purpose to this? At all, or like, (laughs) is this some type of weird, messed up, adult, like, social experiment that you guys want us to go through?
3: (laughs) So we had two circles, like an inside circle and an outside circle, and like, everybody would just rotate. So you would dance for like, two, three more minutes, and then like, we'd switch and then do the same thing, and you'd pretty much go in a circle with the entire class.
0: Oh,
2: I think we had something like that, too. Or I think we had, I don't know, I, I can't remember, but it was, like, super weird. And then we had this one where we had to all learn how to line dance. And everybody yeah. was complaining because, like, nobody liked country in the class. <laughs> oh, man. So we were all just like, why? Why are we doing this? This is dumb.
1: Well, <laughs> um, you couldn't line dance to Dr. Dre. I think. Yeah. So the school I went
3: to was out in the middle of nowhere. And country music was quite popular. <laughs> And uh, a part of the curriculum, like, was square dancing. And then we had the barn dance uh, at the end of that week. And everybody would square dance. So it was like, there was hay, there was a fiddler, there was a caller, And everybody <laughs> would square dance. And it was super weird. Super duper
2: weird. Yeah, that sounds really weird. I My school was... So, my elementary school was in the suburbs of Boston, and then I went to middle school in the sticks of, uh, outer Chicago. So, like, both kind of, like, suburban areas, so everybody was into, like, now that's what I call volume, like, whatever number they were on at the time. (laughs) (laughs) And also just, like, pop music. So, like, I I didn't really have a lot of friends who listened to country, Mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, just definitely everybody was super awkward about dating and <laughs> crushes and oh god.
3: I've got a question for the group. Yeah. What was the first time you ever asked someone out like on an actual date?
1: <laughs>
2: Yikes, my oh. You go first.
1: Okay. Um well, it was I was 20 um, in my first apartment, which was an old studio apartment in Grand Rapids that um, cost $250 a month, all utilities included, which nice. Today I oh my God, that'd be great. Um, but um, it was the daughter of the pastor of the school uh, of the church I was uh, going to at the time when I thought I was a Christian. Um, and it took me a year and a half to get the courage to ask her out. Um, just doing the uh, you know just I mean w- with the, the churches and all that you have like the youth group uh, gatherings and all that so y- y- I would overhear stuff and you know learn about some interests that way but then finally one day got the uh, Courage to ask her, ask her out because I found out it was her birthday and I, you know, used the whole conversation icebreaker of, happy birthday, blah, 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 you want to go out to a coffee shop? And she was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, it took a year and a half to get that response, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? So uh, we ended up uh, going to the coffee shop and I was nervous as all hell and just, I think I talked through most of uh, that date and she was just sitting there and her eyes were getting bigger throughout <laughs> like where's the door <laughs> you know <laughs> type of deal but she w- she was cool and um, yeah that was the only time we went out but it was uh, an experience and we st- we uh, remained friendly afterwards so
2: my story is really sad like it's oh god oh. okay so it was the summer of 8th grade going on ninth grade um, I just moved to Cincinnati at the time, and I was hanging around um, with my best friend at the time, and she had a bunch of, like, male friends who she knew through, like, family friends, and, like, also she, like, grew up in that area, so she was uh, familiar with all the neighborhood kids. Um, so there was this two, there were these two guys that would, like, come by all the time, and, like, my friend had a crush on one, and so I was just like oh, well, the other one's kind of cute. Like, he was dopey looking and, like, kind of kind of awkward. Just my type. But <laughs> um, I, like, was talking to him and, like, we were vibing. And he wasn't making a move or anything, but we would, like, flirt a lot. And I was just like, oh, well, you know, I think he likes me. My friend was just like, yeah, I think he likes you too. Like, you should just go for it. And so I was like, all right, I'm just going to ask him out and see what he says so I asked him out and his response was god so his response was I'm sorry I don't date black girls oh, <laughs> <the> <laughs> fuck? And yeah and after that I like was just like okay you know what like dating isn't for me and then I stopped dating IRL and started just dating online Yeah, that triggered my whole online dating.
3: (laughs) Neopets. No,
2: Gaia Online, actually. (laughs) Did you guys ever go Uh, on that site? No.
3: Gaia? Yeah. I've heard of it, but I have not used it. Oh wait, was that
1: that virtual life game that was featured on NCIS or something?
2: No, I think that's Second Life. Gaia Online, is they have virtual rooms, but it's mostly just like an anime forum for, oh. like you can create and customize your own avatar and like buy little clothes for it and hang out with people so that's what I ended up doing but
1: that's still having a relationship I consider that a positive I mean the wonderful thing about the technology that we have today is that you can have friendships or even more with people different continents away different states away
2: but you have to be careful with that. That's the only thing.
1: Yeah. I thought cool. it was
2: super cool in that I was talking to a 23 year old online. Mind you, at the time I was 13.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. So... Okay. Well, I'll retract what I said. <laughs>
2: Anyways, go ahead,
1: Sterling, your uh, the, turn. <laughs> uh, See if you the can top that.
2: That
3: I actually got the courage to ask out. Uh, her name was Trisha she was 6'2 and uh, I had the biggest crush on her which was like a little bit because it was kind of weird like when we first met she was like oh my god you're super tall too and I was like whoa who are you (laughs) and she's just like hi I'm Trisha and I was like uh okay And then um, there was just this really weird, awkward, like, I like you, I like you tension. And uh, I kind of wasn't really allowed to date at the time, because it was freshman year of high school. And uh, there was a dance coming up, and I was like, okay, I am going to ask her out. And I managed hey Trisha are you going to the dance and my face was like beat red and I was sweating <laughs> and she looks at me and she's like yeah are you and I was like I want to go with you but if 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 I can't I'm not going to go and then like uh, I remember her just saying like yep okay and I just like ran out the door for a second and like regained my composure and I like had a small panic attack which was hilarious uh, but sad sad part of the story uh, I, had, I had her number I called her and I kept getting uh, like her voicemail the night of the dance And I didn't see her for the next four or five days. And it was a little weird. And I asked, like, my friend who was good friends with her, I was like, yo, what's going on? And he's like, can't talk about it. Sorry. And I was just like, oh, dang. And I didn't see her in school for, like, another month and it turned out, like, later on that she had tried to, to hurt herself uh, around the same night of the dance and uh, oof, it was rough
4: because
3: I was just like, man I hope I didn't, like, put her on the spot and, like, stress her out or what but it was crazy and I felt really bad but Didn't ask anybody out for a while after that.
2: I like how so far it's been traumatizing, traumatizing. Kind of
1: okay. (laughs) I mean, the the way you were talking, I thought you were going to say, the night of the dance was September 11th or something. I don't know.
3: Oh, man. You were just a little dumb. No, no, no. I was in seventh grade when that happened. (laughs) But I, I just remember, I was like, okay, I almost had an aneurysm asking this girl out. And then it turned into, like, what the hell? Uh, oh, okay, like, I guess we're not going. You know,
2: and <laughs> yeah, then my mom like... Yeah, it sounded like she like, had other things to deal with.
3: <laughs> yeah, something might have come up. You never know. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Mom. Oh, <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, rough time, rough time.
1: All right, well, we have uh, the first date. What was everybody's first bad date? Whoa. Uh,
3: I think, because I've had some bad dates, I'm going to go with the worst date. And the worst date I ever went on was a blind date. I don't know if anybody's ever been on a blind date. They can be fun. They can be awesome. But they're usually just terrible.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever heard someone go, I've been on a blind date before and it went amazing.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, my friend from high school was like, hey, my friend saw your picture. She wants to take you out on a date. And I was like, uh, don't you live in San Jose? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, is your friend from San Jose? And she's like, yep. And I was like, I live in Vallejo. That's not close to San Jose. And she didn't care. Came all the way up to Vallejo. Uh, mind you, I had not seen this girl yet. And we... Uh, I gave her my address for the dorm that I was living in at, uh, college, and she shows up to my dorm. She's, she's tall, which was always fun, uh, but she had pink plastic, like, toy heels. Like, you ever see little kids wearing, like, Barbie doll heels? Like, when they're little? Uh-uh. Okay. So... When I was growing up, these people would buy their kids, like, princess dress-up heels.
2: Oh, now I know what you're talking about.
3: And they'd have, like, they were plastic. And this girl shows up, and she's wearing plastic heels that look like toys. And she had, like, curly, fuzzy hair... And she just had the craziest eyes. Like, I just remember being terrified when I saw them. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I'm Sterling. And she's like, hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm just like, cool. And I was like, let's let's go to dinner. Let's go to dinner and, um, you know, we'll, we'll catch a movie. And uh, we went to dinner. And we get we get sat. We have uh, like order. We get our food, and she grabs my hands, like both of them. And I'm like not trying to get away, but I'm trying to like fidget my hands loose. So I'm just like, oh okay. And she's like re- leans in really, really close and like whispers. And she's like, "Do you mind if we pray?"
2: What? Wait, what? <laughs>
3: Do you mind if we pray? Uh. And I was like, you know what? For safety's sake, I'm going to say no. I don't mind that we pray.
2: In Jesus' name, (laughs) hell no.
3: (laughs) Yeah, so sit down, grabs my hands in like a vice grip and was praying. And I was like, okay. And she goes on. It was like a two-minute three-minute-long prayer, and it was just like, you know, thanks, thanks for everything, met this really cool guy, he's really great, really handsome, and I'm just like, oh, no, oh, no, and uh, that was, that was okay. Dinner was, we made it through dinner, and go to the movie, and I was, you know, I paid for dinner, and I was gonna pay for the movie, and my debit card got declined and I was like oh god no what's going on and it turns out I guess somebody got a hold of my debit card and I had to cancel it so I didn't have any money for a while so she's like oh you know it's fine I'll, I'll, I'll grab the movie and I was like great thanks you know a little embarrassing and she's like no you're handling it like a champ And I'm just like, cool, 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 cool. We'll get through this night. No one will die from embarrassment. It won't be that weird. And I get back to my dorm. You know, she drops me off because she drove all the way up here. And she, like, meets me at the door and is, like, kind of looking at me like she wants to come in. And I'm just like, all right, well, you know, I have an early day tomorrow. All right, bye. And she, again... Vice grips my hands, holds me there, and looks me in the eyes, and I I don't... You ever see Indiana Jones where they open up the Ark of the Covenant and, like, people's faces start melting? Yeah. And I, I'm just trying not to look into her eyes because I feel like if I do, my face will melt. Kalima!
4: Kalima!
3: And she looks at me and was like, "I had a really great night tonight. I think I think you're someone I could definitely end up marrying. Ah. And I was like, "Holy shit, holy shit Like, mind you, I think that was like the fourth or fifth date I've ever been on. And I was just like, huh. Uh, yeah get home safe and I, I just like ran inside my dorm and like locked the door and I was just like ho ho
1: ho later that night and she I, crawls out from under oh your my bed God, no.
3: <laughs> and I text my friend and I was like yo what the hell <laughs> why would you send this girl like what and she's like that's for being a dick in high school and I was like no <laughs> oh it was so bad that's kind of so... mean oh yeah it was bad it was absolutely terrible <laughs>
2: I feel bad for the girl though <laughs> oh
3: I know I did too because I was like wait you know like Ugh, it was so awkward and I had to uh because we, we, we still talked back and forth and texted back and forth and I made sure she got home okay I was like you know text me when you get home but uh I essentially was like, hey, it looks like you're at a different spot in your life where you might be looking to settle down. And I am definitely not in that part of my life. And you're a really nice person, but I think I am going to go see other people. She's like, okay, I get it. I understand. I think I came on a little too hard and a little too forward.
4: A little? Uh,
3: yeah, Yeah. She was like, you're a really nice guy. And I was like, thanks. You're a nice person, but... You know, you'll find your person out there, but holy cow. I was terrified.
2: I just want to say that that is the appropriate way to handle if you're not attracted to somebody. Um, Or, like, if something on a date doesn't work out. It's
4: Mm.
2: always super important to be, like, communicative of, like, those feelings and, like, what's going on instead of leaving the other person hanging. I yeah. will say as of lately I feel like people have gotten into this whole ghosting bullshit a little Literally. too hard and it's just it's always frustrating to be left with like uncertainty and like not knowing like where you stand with someone
4: because or if they, they're alive.
2: Yeah, because they didn't have the balls to just be like, I'm not interested.
1: Yeah. Well, sure. I, I get what you're saying, but I also think that, you know, if you were talking to somebody you went up with once and only once, I don't have as big of a deal uh, with that um, because you don't have that type of emotional connection. I don't owe that person any reason. They don't owe me any reason. If you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Now, if you've spent a month with a person, two weeks, three weeks, and tried uh, to create something and it's still not working, then yeah, you know, just disappearing would be a dick move. But so, like, when you
2: say only talking to the person for a day, like, do you mean like you met the person and then you only talked for we're that talking, day? We're talking,
1: we're talking stuff like Tinder dates. I'm not talking about you know people you meet up like if you know you get the courage to ask a coworker out or something like that. You gotta see that person again, then yeah, I have have an explanation. But something like uh, an online Tinder uh, Tinder type of deal, if you know you're just chatting for maybe a day on the Tinder app and then you meet and you don't have any sort of chemistry, I'm not. You know, I've had plenty of dates where uh, the woman did not te- you know text back after one date. I mean, no big deal. If she didn't feel it, she didn't feel it. If I didn't feel it, I didn't feel it.
2: Yeah, I'm totally different in that. I would appreciate someone, even if we had, see, for me, like I talk to people for like a couple of days and then we meet up. And by that time, we've already established some form of connection because we've been chatting for like 48, 72 hours straight. And then I meet the person, it seems to go well. And then all of a sudden, they just like disappear. It would be nice to just be like, hey, you know, I had a good time, but I'm not interested. Like, I would rather yeah. that than someone being just, like, you know, not responsive or, like, because then you're just stuck there, like, I thought we had a good time, like, why can't you just be, like, hey, I'm not interested? Because it's just three words, I'm not interested. You don't even have yeah. to, like, spice it up or anything. You just let the person know that, like, nothing is going to happen moving forward. Totally. Totally. I'm just like, I, more uh, for, yeah. I'm just more for like open communication. I notice that a lot of people like don't do that anymore. Yeah. And yeah.
3: honestly, that way you have amicable separations. It's not weird if you see each other again.
2: Exactly.
3: And yeah, because, you know, regardless of where you are, you could be in a city of 4 million and you could run into the person, you know. <laughs> every day for the next week it it can be weird
2: yeah i mean even in portland portland's a very small like place this past week i've already run into two people that i've talked to on tinder just like out in the wild like either with their significant others or like on a date and i'm like oh this is where you are (laughs) (laughs) let me go the opposite direction so i'm avoiding this awkward situation (laughs)
3: i uh i stopped doing any sort of tinder or anything like that uh once I started working retail because oh. i've I've just had people who are like oh hey you're uh you're that guy, and I'm like ah uh, no, no, no,'m definitely not that guy no nope, no,
2: nope, nope. yeah, it's super awkward like you'll just be sitting there and they're just like, don't I know you from somewhere it's just like no you no, you don't okay. oh, you work at, so yeah, I'm gonna come into your work and like I want you to tell me like or uh-huh. like
1: have to edit that out but yeah. <laughs>
2: you work somewhere i'm gonna come visit you at work
1: <laughs>
3: Yeah, you work at that place with all the people and i'm just like oh no 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 <laughs> but oof,
1: well and I, I, I know from experience the reverse angle too is that you know running into people you don't want to see especially if you work in a big glass building in downtown portland Sometimes yep. you see them walking by every single fucking day.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my God. So that... more
2: of the story is just be more communicative so that you can avoid these awkward situations.
1: Be nice. Be <laughs> respectful. Yeah.
3: And, and honestly, a lot of people are re- like... And that was when I was first doing online dating and I was... Uh, I would say not looking for a significant other to marry.
1: What? <laughs> uh,
3: I, <laughs> it was, I was trying to spare people's feelings. And by sparing people's feelings, it it kind of left people on the hook, which I feel very bad about. And on top of that, it uh, it hurt people a lot more, rather than just saying... This is not what I'm looking for. This is not something that I want. Mm-hmm. i rather... i rather end it amicably and be, like, courteous and friendly.
1: Unlike Tim.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Rather than having someone, like, hate you.
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's, like, not even about hate. It's just... Give me a peace of mind so I don't, like, blow up your phone wondering if you're fucking dead. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, I was supposed to go on a date with somebody, and I wasn't feeling the same way after we had been texting back and forth. And instead of leading that person on or, like, having them go to the date spot and then, like, completely not show up, which has happened before, it sucks, um, I messaged them and was just like, hey, like, you seem really cool, It's it sounds like you know what you want. Like, right now, I don't think I'm looking for the same thing right now, so... We can totally be friends if you want, but, like, I don't think it's going to go beyond that. And the person was, like, totally understanding and was like, thank you for actually telling me and letting me know instead of ghosting me. And so I was just like, oh, it's actually, like, not that bad to just, like, be honest. Because most of the time, people are a lot more understanding when you're honest than when you're not.
3: (laughs) So speaking of being stood up. Have you ever had a very bad interaction where you've been stood up?
2: I would say I once, once, and I feel and like I was, I was, I was being, being catfished. Catfish.
1: You got to move the the mic away from the speaker. Oh uh, wait, we heard feedback. Uh,
3: technical difficulties.
1: Welcome back, people. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs)
3: Okay.
1: All right.
4: Can you hear me? Yeah.
1: No, we can hear you. It's just cool. uh, you had your microphone near the speaker, so when Ray was talking... Um, the... I could
4: hear myself. Oh, it, yeah. a
3: lot of feedback. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay.
2: Ooh.
1: The professional show you've come to know and love. <laughs> 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 uh, but oh, we were talking
2: man. about getting stood up. Um, yeah. And I had it happen to me once. I was talking to someone through an online dating app and we were supposed to meet up and they just never showed. And so I was like super sad and I tried messaging the person and they just like disappeared from the app so I was like, oh this is weird. Um, I guess I'm not talking to this person anymore, which Yeah I was like, okay I'm pretty sure that this is a catfish.
4: Uh. But
2: I like to, like, do my research when it comes to, like, people's profile photos. So, like, sometimes if I'm, like, really vibing with someone and I sense that it's fishy, I'll use Google image search. (laughs) Uh,
1: You got to. I mean, because I I noticed some of the um, photos for some of the profiles are just way too professional. I don't think people are going to professional photographers for a Tinder uh, photo.
2: There are a lot of bots, like, that are on Tinder now and, like stuff like that because Craigslist personals went away.
1: So. Which is sad in a way because it that went away because of the what do they call it the SESTA law or something. Yep
2: that bullshit. And
1: it, you know one of those things to help against sex trafficking but all it does is penalize uh, sex workers who are just doing their job. Try <laughs> to pay know?
2: some bills man like yeah jeez but yeah because of that craigslist personal ads are gone so now they're going to like dating sites and like creating bought like fake accounts and like now you can't can't be too cautious because you never know Mm. have you guys been catfished
1: no i think people that know me know that they wouldn't want to put that effort in (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: I had someone try and catfish me when I was in college, and reverse Google image search is your best friend.
2: Yep.
1: Since when did yeah. dating have to become, like, a forensics episode on a murder mystery? <laughs> no,
2: yeah. I had a friend who, um, it was back in the MySpace days, a bunch of people, like, kept making profiles of, like, his pictures and stuff, because, like, you know, there was a MySpace trains with, like, a bunch of scene kids that were on it, and, like... <laughs> He, he had a very popular, like, scene kid account, and a lot of people used his pictures, so that was always awkward.
1: <laughs> hey,
3: I know your name's not Ted. Uh, that's actually a picture of my friend,
4: exactly. Kyle.
3: <laughs> so, who the fuck are you? Oh, uh, no.
2: Oh, man. That's funny. That
3: is really funny.
1: Yeah, luckily I've never had that happen. I did read a, a blog entry from this woman on Twitter, though, who I felt really horrible for. Um, she went on a date with a guy, and um, after the date, didn't hear from him, and then a couple of days later, she received an email um, purportedly from a friend of the guy that she dated and found out that he only dated her on a dare. Oh, That
2: sucks.
1: Yeah. That's messed up. And... Uh, you know, I just felt absolutely horrible and, and felt bad for her. I mean, it, it's great that she um, was, you know, confident in herself enough to be able to, uh, you know, put that out there. Uh, just so that, you know, because that is horrible. I mean, the guy who did that um, deserves all the fucking pain in the world, uh, in my opinion. But, man.
2: Yeah, there are shitty people out there like that. Uh, I had someone who I was talking to on an app and then like a day after they got in contact with me because I was just like, like just randomly, hey, how are you doing? And they're just like, hey, like, I just want to let you know I was only interested in like chatting with you because I was trying to make my girlfriend jealous. We're back together now. Though.
1: <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> a time when honesty doesn't work. <laughs> I was just
2: like, well, thanks for letting me know. Also, you're kind of yeah. terrible. <laughs>
3: I went to a school that had a fraternity and uh, Uh (laughs) the fraternities would do a thing that they called horse races where they would try and like bring people to a uh, social like a a mixer Mm -hmm. and it was like who could get the ugliest date. Oh no! And it was the most fucked up thing i ever heard of or saw and it was so so fucked up because uh this guy was trying to ask out one of my friends and she ended up not going but i found out and i swear to god i wanted to beat the shit out of the dude um but the the fraternity uh that did that they ended up getting banned from campus which was good
2: (laughs) ha ha
3: yeah they uh so when a camp when a fraternity gets banned from campus all of the current participants of the fraternity have to graduate and then 10 years after the last person graduates then that that fraternity can come back to
2: campus I mean, why bring it back? I feel like fraternities and sororities are just so... I like, haven't heard good things about them. Yeah. And,
3: and that's the thing. I, I have a lot of friends who were in fraternities and sororities, and they do do a lot of good. It, it's the party mentality that can cause a lot of problems. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my favorite uh, sororities, they did a, a fundraiser. So it was $5.00. All-you-can-eat quesadillas, and it went to a local school, and it it was really, really great. It was a high school in the area that they were raising money for, and it, you know, you take half, you take a tortilla, fold it in half, and load it up with as much cheese as possible, and, you know, most people can only eat two,
1: but... To me that would be like saying Hitler was not that bad of a guy because he helped with German infrastructure or Well yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's there's usually a
3: bad fraternity on campus and it it's just a really shitty experience because you have groups of really good people and they have, you know, a few people doing bad or doing fucked up shit. And those people are usually sorted out. But yes, you're right there's a lot more bad than
1: good yeah well i did not get my first bad date story and um i was working at a gas station and uh asked this girl out you know just it was just she was a regular customer that came in we would have small talk and just one day i just got the nerve to ask her and she said yeah so um went to uh a local movie theater um it was uh, back in grand rapids when the alpine uh, theater was still around and uh the folks that may be listening in grand rapids and will know how cheap i am by bringing up that theater since it was the dollar theater um <laughs> you know so uh we went to see a movie and uh before the movie uh started we were uh, one of the two of the only people in the auditorium so we were doing small talk and um out of nowhere she brings up... Um, I, I don't how ha- remember what the conversation was about until we got to this point. Because I just remember this instance where she was talking about... Her time in juvie... When she was in her cell... She, if she yelled into the toilet... She could talk to the boys in the other side of juvenile hall. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like... The fuck? <laughs> I mean... Uh, You know, to me, uh, you know, people fuck up at times. I'm not going to knock anybody that, you know, did their time and, you know, came out and became a productive citizen again. But bringing that up on a first date, I, you know, I've been known for my awkward conversations, but nothing like that. Um, but it wasn't over because once the movie ended, you know, we had already talked about going to the Olive Garden across the street. Because gosh, I'm a big spender, and um, you know, and and we still went. But when we went, our lack of conversation got worse to the point that the waitress was noticing it. And I, me, I was just getting more annoyed. Like, oh my god, I spent all of twenty dollars on this girl, <laughs> and she's not talking to me. And uh, the waitress comes up and, would you like your bill now? And I'm like, no, I want dessert. Boom. I just dragged that out for as long as I could and then, you know, took her back home and never heard from her again. Oh, at least
2: you got yeah. unlimited breadsticks. Do they have unlimited breadsticks at all? I think they do. They did. Yeah.
1: yeah. Soup at least got unlimited breadsticks. Yeah, at least you, you got go. unlimited breadsticks. Yeah, but that was $20, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man.
3: I just picture this girl like screaming into a toilet. Like I you know,
1: know I, right? I, don't know why she brought it up. It, it made I mean, no k- sense.
2: Kudos for innovation, though. Like using a toilet as like a walkie. Yeah. At
1: respect least she didn't say respect
2: it. the game. At
1: least she didn't say it had shitty reception. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I feel like that actually would have made the date better because, like, I I could have laughed at that point. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know, she just didn't get the punchline in. (laughs) All right, well, usually when you have a first date, you get with somebody, you have a relationship, things are going along good, but then along comes that one person that breaks your heart. Who's the first person that ever broke your heart?
3: I
4: mean I I don't really have a heart (laughs)
2: Uh, I mean I would say back in high school There was this girl that I really liked um, And we were introduced through mutual friends And um, I really liked her Because it was the time that I was like It was right around the time that I was coming out. And I thought that she would be my first girlfriend. She was for like a day. (laughs) And then after that, it became a couple of years of like on again, off again, mind games of like, oh, I don't want you dating anybody, even though you're single and I'm not. And then when we were both single, she was just like, I'm not interested in you. And so it was, like, kind of stuff like that where I was just like, okay, what do you want? Like, you're being really, really wishy-washy right now, so, like, I really don't appreciate this. But, like, back then I didn't articulate that very well and, like, I ended up just being like, fuck you, you're a dumb bitch. And just, like, (laughs) never talking to her again. Um, And then she popped up a couple years later when I moved to California She hit me up out of the blue and was just like, hey, I'm also moving to California. Um, And she ended up meeting someone online, moving to California, and they ended up getting married and now they have a kid together. Wow. Yeah. It wrapped up nicely. For them? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like it wrapped up nicely because, like, for me, I, I finally was, like, able to talk, we were able to talk about all that and set that aside and I was just like hey I'm happy for you like um oh I should mention that before she tried moving out here with her new girlfriend she was trying to move in with me and like rekindle what we had when I was living on my own in California at the time and it, I felt I really felt like it was just her trying to move to California and like she knew somebody in California she was she was trying to just like move in just to like get her foot in the door yeah. so cool. that rubbed me the wrong way so I was just like no I don't really feel comfortable like you moving in here with me and like I'm I wish you the best but like nah not gonna happen Um, So, like, when I saw her, I, like, told her, I was just like, "Eh, it kind of really seemed like you were trying to use me again, like you always do, like, I really feel like this relationship or whatever we had wasn't very healthy, so, like, I wish you all the best, it was great seeing you and everything, but, like, I don't think we should talk to each other anymore because, like, we've just never had anything healthy, and we just, like, parted ways after that, Mm. but during all of that, that was definitely, like, my biggest heartbreak. Mm.
0: Uh,
3: my, I would say the, 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 biggest heartbreak I had was when I, uh, was dating this girl in high school and her name was Isella, and we got along well, we had a really good time. I met her parents. We dated for a while, um, and then, kind of, one day out of the no, out of nowhere, she she broke up with me, and she was just like, "Hey, you know, I don't, I don't really see us going anywhere, and it seems like you're a little immature," and I remember just like sitting there, and I was like, "Well." okay, you know, I really had a good time and I, I liked hanging out with you and I had a lot of fun, but like, you know, if you're un- unhappy, I understand. And we break up, give her a hug, you know, go on my way and all that stuff. And the next day she's like, Hey, you handled that really maturely. Do you want to get back together? And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> like,
4: what?
3: <laughs> no. Like, you can't just break up with someone and then be like, oh, hey, like, you handled that like an adult. Let's get back together. And I'm just like, no. No. Let
4: <laughs> <no>. Eat shit. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. <laughs> well, um, me, I would have to say was... In my early twenties, still working at a gas station, it was this blonde-haired girl named Sonia that I met, and yeah, it, you know, she was the first woman I met that, um, I could. Every time I hear the song "Liar" from Rollins' band, she's one of the people I think of, and um, just great manipulator, and. Uh, saying, you know, when you're with her she said all the things, you know you, you know, you wanted to hear that would make you want to stick around and all that, and you know, it, it ultimately resulted, um, she ended up uh, it's a saying one day that she needed some money for an emergency bill that came about and I was suspicious, but I'm the type of person, I'm going to give my full trust to somebody I would much rather people that are in my life I, I, I would much rather have it be positive. I don't want them th- th- to earn my trust. I, you know, th- they would have to, you know, prove that their trust is not worth it to me. I think that's much more healthy. And so, while I was suspicious of her suddenly needing money, um, I went ahead and gave it to her and then found out later that she used that money to go to a motel with an ex. So, you know, I was pissed. Oh. Yeah. I was definitely pissed for a while, but then I thought about it and it was just like if it took, and it was $100, if it took $100 to find out the type of character that she has, did I really lose anything? You know, no kids were involved, everybody was healthy and all that stuff, you know so the only thing that happened was a broken heart and a lesson learned
2: At least you didn't give that money to like a Nigerian prince.
1: No. scam emails I mean, same type (laughs) of deal (laughs)
3: Oh, that's rough.
1: <laughs> well, what about more awkward dates?
3: Hmm. I I've I went on a date where we just didn't have chemistry.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I... So now that I think about it, I haven't had bad dates. It's just I've been on dates with a lot of people where we just didn't connect. And, like, mm-hmm. because... We're coming from like the age of the internet where you can literally get dates from like one click of a button like everything looks great on a profile but then when you meet them in person like you you really get a feel for that person and like just a lot of the people that I would choose to go on dates with have just been really really awkward and like I like I remember one recently that I like stopped Seeing because just like he was Polly, and like I was aware that he was Polly, and like that didn't bother me. But like while we were on the date, he just kept talking about his girlfriend, and I was just like, Okay, like I get that you have a girlfriend, like that's already been established, but like <laughs> we're on a date, like trying to get to know each other. If like the only thing that you have to talk about is your partner, then like that. I mean, I might as well have gone on a date with his partner because,
3: like, yeah, yeah they yeah, sounded yeah, yeah, yeah. more interesting I, I than have him. Literally, been in the same boat. Yeah, but, but it was a girl.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she just was like, just
3: like, "Oh man, you love my husband," and I'm like, "Ah, uh, no, what? You have a husband?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, for me, it's just like, "Yeah, cool, that's great and all, but like, I'm here to get to know you, yeah. like." Yeah. I don't care about, right now, I don't care about your significant other. Sure, we can meet in the future and, like, we'll get to know each other then, but, like, if all you have to talk about is your partner, then, like, uh, sorry, I'm going to take my... yeah, you're not ready for
1: the poly lifestyle. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it sounds like you really like your partner. (laughs) Which is great, but, like...
3: Maybe you should try monogamy. Exactly, (laughs) yeah.
2: (laughs) That's another thing that I'm... So, I am back on Tinder begrudgingly. Um, and that's what I'm noticing. And that's
1: official advertisement, folks. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to, well, I mean, now that we talk about it, Tinder, can you guys make an app for, like, these couples that are married or, like, polyamorous to get them off the Tinder app? Because
1: like, It's called Threender.
2: There is so... Well, there is?
1: Yep. What's it called?
3: Threender.
2: Then why aren't they on there? Jeez. Uh,
3: it's- i don't think this is big and as popular
1: we're in portland man come on
2: well here's my mini here's my mini rant like i'm single right now i'm trying to find a partner like i really i'm at the point now where i kind of like don't want to like date a couple and like that's all that's popping up on my feed is like hey this is my this is my, like, this is me and my awesome partner. Like, look at us. We're doing all We're these looking app-
3: for someone to join our yeah, family. Like,
2: yeah,
4: like,
3: we're no. doing
2: all these hikes and, like, bikes and, like, here's us in the bedroom. We're looking for a third. And it's just, like, yeah. great for you. But, like, I need a first. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I don't even have one. <laughs>
3: uh, I personally had a lot better luck with an app called Bumble.
2: I hate Bumble. Uh, they're just, really? they're both terrible. I,
1: for me, especially at my age, I'm posting pictures of me in comic book sh- t-shirts and the the WWE championship I got for the greatest ever movie ever championship tournament and the women in my age group on Bumble are like accountants, lawyers and I'm like they're not going out with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just oh, run- okay. I'm
2: running into the thing that like I don't know. I feel like Portland is a very outdoorsy, like, adventure, adventurous. Like, let's go hiking and biking. And, like, my profile is just like, hey, I like video games and anime. like, And I just like sitting on the couch and just, like, chilling. Where it's just, like, I'm looking – Like, other people are just like, I'm looking for someone to go on, like, hikes with me and, like, camping and, like, let's travel together. Like, let's spend the night in the woods. And I'm just like (laughs) – is this, like, yeah. first date stuff? Because if so, then, like, yeah, I'm kind of not down. I wouldn't want to
3: go out in the woods with somebody I just met.
2: Exactly, like, murdered. have you... Like, it's That's just, how it's,
1: horror movies start. <laughs> exactly,
2: I'm just like, have you seen the movie Get Out? Like, me in the woods, no thank you. Like, I saw how that movie ended, no. <laughs> oh,
3: man. Uh, you know what they need? They need, like, a, a Hulu or Amazon Prime or uh, Netflix. And they just take all the shows that you've watched and, like, pair you up with people who, like, watch the same things.
2: I don't think I'd like that. I'd get paired up with someone really weird. (laughs) Because I like watching weird stuff. (laughs) Making a Murderer, uh, My
3: Hero Academia, and...
2: I like a lot of Korean dramas. I watch a bunch of Korean dramas. So, I mean, if you like Korean dramas, hey, hit me up. Raise on Tinder. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs)
1: Alright, what were we talking about? Awkward dates. Oh, yeah,
2: awkward dates. Yeah, to end that long rant, I haven't been on an awkward date. Just like nothing to talk about, or like no compatibility or no connection.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar thing. Uh,. couple of months ago dated a really nice nice lady and, but it was just you know we met for a couple hours and had a drink and just yeah we were just not in the, and it was actually a bumble date too so it was a situation to where you know she was the NPR listening you know drink tea with a pinky out type of person and me I'm talking about comic books you know <laughs> it was not gonna it was not gonna happen.
2: Do you guys put out on the first date? I mean, you guys are men, so like the answer I to don't that look is... for
1: it, but if it happens, <laughs> I mean...
2: never
3: mind. Uh, <laughs> right. So, changing the subject. <laughs> uh,
2: have you ever done speed dating? No. No.
1: Have you dated on speed? No. Uh, so I know, I thought I... that that's
2: what the question was going towards. I was like, wait a minute. I
1: I moved to
3: Portland uh, for the first time and I went to uh, the Rose City Comic Con and I went with a group of friends a few female few male and one of my friends was cosplaying as Catwoman and she was having a, a great time and she was like yo they've got speed dating and I was like yeah, I don't know if you want a speed date at a convention. And she's like, no, 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 let's go. And we get there, and there's this just, like, huge line of dudes. (laughs) And there's, like, maybe 10 girls. And we walk up, and they're like, yeah, it's free for girls, 50 bucks for guys. (laughs) I was like, yo, I am not paying 50 bucks for speed dating. No thank you.
1: 20 is my limit on the date.
3: And I was just like, that's so, that's so, like, I feel like it's heavily taking advantage of the guys. Because it's like, you looked at the line of dudes and it was like, it'd be what you expect at a comic book convention.
1: Well, that's also common in, like, dating sites and all that. Guys generally have to, monetary-wise, if they sign up for some services like that, they'll Generally, pay more than women.
2: To be Jeez. fair, it has it saves me the trouble of trying to figure out who has money. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't pay fifty dollars to date, then like you can't pay fifty dollars on a date. Like, <laughs> true, true, yeah,
1: true, cheap motherfucker. And i was just sitting there. And
0: I was yeah, like, no. I don't
2: like anybody who's cheap. Like, you got to pay up if we're gonna go on a date. <laughs> No, I'm just so, kidding. So when well, you're on Tinder looking for Ray, no. you have money. I say I'm Not kidding, but I only have to. i got two jobs.
3: <laughs> I need like $130 for dinner. Like, nah. And I'm just
4: like,
1: mmm. are you eating with $130? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty cheap date, though. Like, I'm pretty much happy with going to Chipotle and like hanging mm. out and just like eating food. And like I didn't, I don't even mind like us splitting the bill or like paying our own, yeah, paying separately. Like I don't really Wait. care too, yeah, I don't really care too much about like whether or not a guy has to pay for me because like I'm independent, I can pay for my damn self. Like <laughs> it's nice to have meals paid for, and yeah. like I've been on dates where like guys had paid for me, and that was really nice. But I can pay for mm.
3: myself. Yeah. I remember going to prom, not prom, it was homecoming, homecoming. And I didn't want to go to homecoming. I never really did dances in high school, was not a huge fan. And uh, the girl I was seeing at the time was like, yo, we're gonna go to dinner. We're gonna, we're gonna go to the dance and we're gonna have a good old time. And I was like, cool. You know, like, I can go to dinner, and my dad, he hands me, like, a $100 bill, and he's like, make sure you pay for her meal, and I was like, okay, and I get to dinner, and we go as a group, and uh, I remember I ordered raviolis, because fuck yeah, raviolis, (laughs) and my date, my date ordered a fucking T-bone steak the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like sitting there. And I'm like, what? The
2: fuck? Get that steak.
3: Fucking $52 (laughs) for a goddamn T-bone steak.
2: Yes, you better get that steak.
3: (laughs) And I'm like sitting there eating my thing of raviolis for like 15 bucks. And I am just looking at this goddamn T-bone steak. And she, she eats like three bites and is like, oh, I'm so full. And the guy's like, you need a box? And she's like, no, no, I'm okay. And I was
0: like, get the box. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, I will eat that shit on the drive to the fucking, the fucking dance. No. <laughs> oh, yes. You better work. Oh my, god. oh my god she said oh you're paying all right getting the steak I, I, no like we
3: didn't even talk about this oh. she just assumed <laughs> and i oh my god and like my dad my dad he's like oh you got any money left over and i was like yeah here and he's like uh what the fuck happened <laughs> and i'm like she ordered a 52 dollar t-bone steak
2: Sterling's dad, homecoming date, you are a fucking <laughs> idol.
1: <laughs> she oh walks around God. like a wrestler and at the like Yontay music point.
4: Yes.
3: Like, Did you guys even kiss? And I was like, we kissed once. Oh, my God. You
1: paid for more.
3: And this, this is the girl that broke up with me for being immature. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was so mad.
2: I hope she's out there ordering T-bone steaks and only eating three oh, bucks.
3: I think she prices. lives in, like, Spain now. I have no idea.
4: <laughs> oh, that's Holy amazing. Holy shit. What's Spanish for remember,
1: steak? Like, <laughs> absolutely
2: all that money.
1: <laughs> all right, now. Dating co-workers. Do we have any funny stories about that?
2: Uh, might have all ended in train wrecks and I'm not trying to blast anybody, so I'm gonna yeah. keep my story to myself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> my train wreck ended in a train wreck. Ugh.
2: Yeah, all I'm gonna say is dating coworkers, don't
1: <laughs> I'm, not say, I'm not saying you know, use real names or addresses or anything like that. No. No. Two no people will know. No. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Also, Don't like, I'm not coworkers. trying to get, I'm not Don't trying talk to get not about mad.
3: dating coworkers.
4: No. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> New question. <laughs>
3: oh my God. Yeah. Uh, long distance dating. Has anybody done long distance dating?
2: Yes. I've done it twice. And no, I've dated, I've done it a couple of times and I've met up with the people that I was long distance dating twice both mm. times ended and oh my god my high school dating years were so weird so i dated someone that i met on myspace both of them were from myspace uh the first Rebel one
1: sign. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the first one that i met she just like started randomly commenting on my page and i was just like oh okay she's cute like i'll date her she was this like blonde country girl so i was just like Oh, she's really hot. Like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, she's really hot. Like, I want to date her. Um, And she ended up driving down to see me in Cincinnati when I lived there. And everything was fine. And then when she went back home, she, like, all of a sudden started getting really clingy and was just, like, stalking my face, my MySpace page. uh, And just be like, who's this comment from? Who's this comment from? Are you cheating on me? Like, what are you doing right now? And, like, constantly calling me. And so I eventually broke it off with her and the last thing that she said to me was just like I will end you and your family. Like, I was just what like the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> So I blocked her from MySpace and I was just like um okay like <laughs> never doing that again. That was a lie. Because What's shortly the after <laughs> shortly after I met another girl on And we were talking back and forth and I had um, wanted to go and meet her. She lived in Philadelphia. I was in Cincinnati. So I drove eight hours to go see her. We had a really great first night, but then the second night, um, turns out she was talking to somebody else and she had left me in her house to go to New York to go meet this person. And then she came back and was just like, I don't think this is going to work out. You should go home.
3: While the person's just waiting in the car. (laughs) No, they weren't
2: waiting in the car. She just, like, came back from New York after being there and was just like, yeah, I don't think we should see each other anymore. So I just, like drove eight hours for nothing essentially and then i just drove eight yeah. hours back and was just like yeah fuck you you're I like would have been
1: like bitch i'm you taking are... this towel
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny because oh, like no. her mom liked me and everything and like we were getting along fine but i don't know whatever <laughs> i'm not
3: mad
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well what about you
3: i uh i dated Huh?
1: what about you oh
3: I dated a girl who lived in San Diego, while I lived in the Bay Area, and uh, I don't even like really remember how we met. She came to my school, and we met. We made friends. Uh, I started dating her, and sh- her friend started dating my friend, and uh, we would take road trips to San Diego and she would take road trips up to the Bay Area and uh, it was fun you know like every other weekend or so someone was doing like some crazy road trip but it, it became a little bit too much like you said they become like a little bit clingy someone, someone gets hurt someone kind of gets a little too um, aggressive and it it usually just ends the same way with someone either getting really hurt or someone cheating, which is just the
2: worst. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, my story was positive than anything, and it was a relationship-relationship, but it wasn't... Too intense either, if that makes any sense. But uh, yeah, it was uh, this woman named Erica. She lived in Georgia, um, and kind of sad talking about her because in uh, mid 2017, uh, she actually died of a heart attack.
4: Oh um, no! At
1: a young yeah, she was only 36. So yeah, it was kind of sad there. But um, you know, in 2011, I first uh, 2010 actually. Um, I had first separated from uh, my wife at the time, and um, with Erica, uh, we both worked at Best Buy. She, again, she was in Georgia, I was in California at the time. But Best Buy had kind of an inter, intranet message board called Water Cooler, and a lot of people ended up uh, uh, connecting on there, mostly just friends. But you know, I know people that have gotten married um, off of uh, ju- you know just meeting on there. But uh, you know, ended up uh, talking with Erica. We were kind of simpatico when it comes to the you know major stuff. I got our interested in Doctor Who at the time. That was when David, that was around the time that David Tennant was ending his run on the show, and it was going to Matt Smith. Um, yeah. You know, same politically and whatnot. And um, you know, thanks to computers and phones and whatnot, we were able to send pictures and have all kinds of other fun, you know. (laughs) We'll leave it at that. But, um, it, it, that was a positive one, because you know, we were two people at a particular point in time that just needed support, and we were able to provide it.
3: That's
1: nice. Yeah.
2: Have you guys lived in, um, multiple cities?
1: Uh, totally. Yeah, a few.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've lived in, My hometown Hollister. Uh, I lived in Fresno, Vallejo, Portland. Uh, I lived in West Palm Beach, Florida.
4: Okay.
2: Uh,
3: So so the reason why
4: the
2: reason why I ask is because um, my question is: Do you guys have a place that you prefer or like that has better dating? Do you think? Mm. Like of all the places that you lived. What has been the better date.
1: I didn't date in California. I was married throughout that time. And, um, you know, I at least did not cheat. So, um, but, uh, but in Michigan, I would say I have a much better success rate in Portland. But that's only because of technology. I mean, it, with my personality being what it is, with anxiety uh, and, and all that, if I did not have something like a Tinder or a Bumble. I probably would not date as much as I do. Um, mm. you know, that's not to say that I don't have the qualities to make a good partner in somebody, but if you don't have the courage to make that first step and say hi, you know, not, you know, nothing's going to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I to me I think it was just you know, Portland but only because of the technological advantage. Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh
3: I'm gonna say I've dated a lot.
1: (laughs) Uh, Understatement, but yeah.
2: (laughs) Emphasis on a lot. (laughs) Uh, I would
1: say it's like when Florida.
2: There's a lot
3: of like really attractive people in Florida, and there's a lot of really not attractive people in Florida. Um, which you have like this very wide range. Um. And I never really, I would say I never really connected too strongly with anybody in Florida. Um, When I lived in the Bay Area and like Fresno, there, there was a lot of dating going on and there was a lot of really nice people. But when I moved to Portland, I feel like I had a lot more in common with people. Uh, and that, that usually seemed to be the issue with me in dating, was uh, not being on the same wavelength with someone.
1: Because when you bring action you know, figures to a date, you know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just, you know.
1: You bring the infinity you, gauntlet and come on, you want to
4: <laughs> I,
3: I put stuff like that, like when I was dating and you know, going through like, uh, dating profiles. I had, I had stuff like that on my dating profile. I was like, cool. Here's me on top of dog mountain, you know, like one of the steepest like hiking climbs in Oregon. Here's a picture of me with the infinity gauntlet. And (laughs) I, you know, have that. And it's like, okay, here's, here's me dunking a basketball. Like, cool.
1: Just as your head uh, photoshopped on Michael Jordan's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But it, it uh, you know, if I'm not open and forward about it, like people don't expect it. And then they're just like, wait, what do you mean? Like, this is like what you do. And it's like, uh, yeah, I love video games. And I love, you know, fantasy and uh, superhero movies and you know, I've played Dungeons and Dragons, and, uh...
1: I cried during the Infinity War.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was and sad, though.
1: Yeah, I did, for real, <laughs> <no. laughs>
3: And it's like, I'm also a college athlete, and, like, I had perfect attendance in high school and all the way through college. And
1: that gets the ladies there. Perfect attendance. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. He's punctual. You know what that means?
3: You'll be there. You got an yeah. important, like, meeting? Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Yeah, but it when I came to Oregon, I feel like I've met a lot of people with similar interests and similar hobbies and like levels of nerdiness. Like they might they might not have seen every episode of Dragon Ball Z, but you know they watch. What self respecting woman has it? Yeah. (laughs) So different different strokes for different folks but I, I have definitely fallen in love with Oregon.
2: Yeah, I would say for me um, I think of all the places that I've lived, I definitely liked the Bay Area more. More for the same reasons that you have Sterling with Portland. It's just I, I met a lot of really, really awesome people in the Bay Area that we had a bunch of similar interests and there's was a lot more of the city to, like, go and explore and, like, be able to do weird things in. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, you know, people were a lot more quirky and interesting in the Bay Area. Um, so I had a higher success of dating people in the <laughs> Bay Area. Yeah, you
3: did. Wink.
2: De- <laughs> definitely had a lot more dates in the Bay Area. Uh, I'd say... Living in Portland, uh, I mean, I get dates, but it's more or less just I found that dating has become quite exhausting, so like I'm not really as serious about looking for dates or like wanting to really go on dates out here. And it's mostly because of the fact that people kind of all have that same template. I'm a hiker, biker, yoga. You know, yoga, I like the outdoors. And it's just like, that's Coffee. cool. But like, I feel like you copied and pasted this yep. from like a bunch of other profiles that I've seen. G-
1: generic pretender profile number 47. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like
2: everybody's profile is like very generic. And like, I don't feel like there are as many weird people out here. And like the weird people that I do meet, that are okay with the fact that i'm like into anime and like video games and stuff they always end up being really really weird (laughs) like (laughs) uncomfortably weird so i'm just like well i'll just for now i'm just gonna play it by ear and whatever happens happens to quote the great spike from cowboy bebop
1: (laughs) all right what about recent heartbreaks do we have any we want to talk about?
3: Nothing too recent.
1: Within a couple of years at least.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um. I got out of a relationship I think it'll, it'll be when did I move in here?
1: Uh, 2017.
2: Okay, so yeah, last year I got out of a relationship. That kind of sucked. Because we were together for like a year and a half. And he was really cool, but, like, we just kept arguing over everything, and it became, like, I felt like he was trying to micromanage me um, instead of just, like, enjoying, you know, the time we were spending together. Um, So that ended, and I was pretty bummed out about it, and then from there I was dating a bunch, and it built my frustrations up with ghosting. That's why I'm so passionate about it. Don't ghost people, I'm damn so, it. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Just don't
2: do it, or at least don't do it to me. Like anybody else is
4: okay. Just
1: yeah. Yeah. So folks in the audience, if you're on Tinder now,
2: yeah. If you see me, you know. Don't either. Don't bother or don't ghost.
1: Or they'll haunt um. your ass down. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so, I mean, for me right now, I'm just kind of taking it easy. I'm focused on school and work right now because I'm in a good place with both of those, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. What about you, Sterling?
3: Um, I, there was uh, a person I was seeing for a while, and uh, the subject of children came up. And I was not in a place where I would want children. And it seemed like that person was very interested in having children as quickly as possible. And, you know, you can be compatible on so many different levels. But if there's, like, a big speed bump that you can't get over uh, that can be one of the worst things because uh, there there are things that I'm very upfront about in my when I start a relationship and uh, the person that I was seeing was like yeah I'm on the same page and I was like awesome great Wonderful, stupendous, and it turned out that they were under the perception that they could change my mind.
2: Oh, I hate that.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll change him. That is really rough. Where it's just like, "Hey, I thought like you would make a great dad." I was like, "I bet I would make a great dad, but not anytime soon."
2: That always sucks because, like, you're doing your part in being honest as to, like, what your intentions are and, like, where you're at. And for yep. the person to just, like, be like, oh, I'm going to change that. That kind yeah. of makes them yeah. the shitty person. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's let's, terrible. Let's use
3: an example of all the time that's worked. Never.
2: Yeah. Like, if someone yeah. has made it clear that, like, they don't want something, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to change their mind. Because, like... Yeah. Chances are they're not going to change their mind, and instead they're going to just be like, "You're weird."
3: Yeah. Goodbye. Well, I'm I'm just really happy nothing happened where it was like, "Oops, all babies." You know. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I have a couple of friends who got into that unfortunate yeah. situation. Yeah.
4: So I have um, kids too. <laughs> <laughs> it.
3: It's, It's good that we were able to, uh, talk it out and figure out that we weren't compatible, uh, rather than being in a position where neither of us are happy and we resent each other and then there's this little thing who is walking and talking and realizes that mom and dad don't care for each other, you know, like, it's rough.
2: Are you seeing someone right now, Sterling? I am. Someone new? Yeah. Uh, so this person... I felt like I... there was just like, such an awkward long pause after <laughs> he said yes. I, <laughs>
4: yeah. I was like, are there other questions? Yeah. So I've, I've
3: been seeing someone since... Uh, August? August?
2: Oh wow! This must be a record for you, huh? Ah, uh, hey, maybe
0: uh, at least for Portland. Uh, but yeah,
3: yeah, I've been seeing somebody, and I've been really happy, and uh, it's been going very well. Um,
4: Yay. I, I could see
3: this. I could see this going the distance.
2: Well, cherish And this. I
1: just think, like, Rocky IV. <laughs> yeah. I
2: was going to say cherish this because the dating scene out here is trash. Yeah. You don't want to enter back into it.
3: Well, the worst part about it, too, is, like, dating during the winter. Dating during the winter can be, like, some of the most challenging because you're in close proximity of each other for a very long time. Uh, if, if it snows, you might be stuck <laughs> apart or stuck together. And um, you know, not not really. I'm from
2: the east coast. I'll just drive that person home. Like, I know how to drive in snow. Like,
3: oh, hey, look, I think we got eight inches of snow. That (laughs) sucks.
2: You better go home soon. We might get more.
1: You don't want to be with me. Why are you telling me to leave? (laughs)
2: Because Portland people don't know how to drive in snow.
1: Well, to be fair, too, though, I mean, the fact that it only really does the heavy snowfall one week out of the year, they don't salt the roads, they don't, you know, shovel anything, so... That
2: is something that still blows my mind. Like, the first snowpocalypse or whatever that happened out here, I was just like, oh, this is going to be gone tomorrow because they can just salt the roads. Someone was... Or, my boyfriend at the time was just like, they don't do that. And I was like,
1: what? Well, think about it like this, though. I mean, would you want to... for the amount of money it would take to invest in snow plows and salt for something to happen one week out of the year, just financially does not make sense. I get yeah. why they do it. Uh, I don't. I, I still I don't. I, <laughs> I want to <in>, drive!
3: <laughs> I, uh, I got stranded in Vancouver during the snow apocalypse last year, and... Uh, you know, it was someone with someone I was dating and the more time we spent together and the more challenging it got when, like, food was getting low and you couldn't really go outside for too long and, you know, you started getting cabin fever. And Sterling, you start and I want some Fritos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So,
3: I, you know, you, gotta, you really got to be comfortable with people to a point where you can uh, be in proximity of each other for a long time.
1: Yeah. Mhm. Well, I better bring up my recent heartbreak. Um. <laughs> You've
2: been dying to say this one.
1: Uh, for a little over a year now, yeah. Um,
2: Get it all out, Tim. Get it all out.
1: For the last time.
2: <laughs> this is on record. Tim is gonna. This is gonna be the last time Tim talks about this shit.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. We'll okay. call. We'll call her Moxie. Not a real name.
5: seclusion yeah I know you've been out there tried to mix with those animals and it just left you full of humiliated confusion so you stagger back home and wait for nothing but the solitary refinement of your room spits you back out onto the street and now you're desperate and in need of human contact and then you meet me and your whole world changes because everything I say is everything you've ever wanted to hear so you drop all your defenses and you drop all your fears and you trust me completely I'm perfect in every way So I make you feel so strong and so powerful inside so lucky but your ego obscures reality and you never bother to wonder why things are going so well you want to know why because I- Standing eyes And I'll tell you things that you already know So you can say I really identify with you So much And all the time that you're needing me Is just the time that I'm bleeding you Don't you get it yet? I'll come to you like an affliction, but I'll leave you like an addiction.
0: You'll never forget me. You want to know why? Cause I'm alive.
1: Let's uh, wrap things up here. Um, even though we've had talked about some rough patches in each of our own, own respective lives, you know right. we're gonna keep on doing it because you know there's got to be somebody out there. <laughs> you, know, you just yeah, man. Yeah. If
3: we if we help anybody at at all, just by talking about it, getting it out there, you know, having somebody else feel like they have something in, in common with us and we help one person that's that's all worth it it's worth it just for that
1: yeah cause sometimes especially when you're in a dark spot you think nobody knows what I'm going through and really? uh sure. yeah d- just people uh, talking about this can hopefully you know make them feel better that their lives aren't a shitty you know? yeah yeah but all right, so we will end our special Valentine's Day episode. We thank you all for listening. I know uh, yeah. th- with Sterling, uh, we'll we'll bring it up right now since you uh, started up that Twitch channel. Why don't you tell folks about that?
3: Yeah, so uh, just just happy twenty nineteen, everybody. Uh, so I reached uh, affiliate status with Twitch, which means I can work towards monetizing. Uh, My channel that I have there, Uh, I stream uh, video games, and people can watch, uh, interact, and chat. Um, I have the ability to uh, monetize that, which is great. It's a little extra change in the pocket for me. Uh, I have a link to the podcast there as well. Um, You can give me any sort of feedback, uh, which is really great. My handle is Silver Slug 17, uh, where I play everything from Call of Duty to Destiny to Hearthstone. Uh, I also take requests, if anybody has a game that they want me to play.
1: Uh, E.T. Huh? E.T. from 82.
3: Oh my god. I played that. It is so awful. Uh, I am currently playing Kingdom Hearts, but I am playing that solo before I do anything else. Uh, I want to make sure that I get through it and do all the things I want to do before I like stream that.
1: You don't want people to see you fail.
3: No, they don't, <laughs> I don't want them to see me cry, man. <laughs> I like I played the first Kingdom Hearts when it came out, and that was almost 15 years ago. And then, like the second one came out, and I played all the other in between games, and uh, playing the third one, man, it's getting emotional getting so emotional all the feels
1: Did ha- is Haley Joel Osment back in the game?
3: yeah Haley Joel Osment uh, is playing the, the, the voice of the main character Sora uh, oh my god who plays there's another character um, he was in uh, 7th Heaven uh, shit and he plays Riku, his name is, um, where is it, where
1: is it? He was not Jessica Alba. (laughs) No. Ah, I gotta IMDB this. It was on 7th Heaven, doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) I mean, yeah, it was kind of funny to see that someone from 7th Heaven was on uh, a video game. Because it had, like, very religious overtones in the show.
1: Um even though the uh even though the main character the guy, uh, stephen Collins, the father the preacher on a show is a child molester <laughs> oh god really yeah he came out uh in an article uh i i guess somebody like uh called him out on it and he goes, yeah in the seventies uh in the seven uh, in seventy seven i think he did star trek the motion picture but he molested some little girls
0: <laughs> oh, wow fucking creep yeah.
3: That's fucking insanity. Uh, his name was David Gallagher.
1: Did he smash watermelons?
3: Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. He played the voice of Riku. Uh, but it's lo- it's so funny to see Haley Joel Osment, who now is in his like adult life, has a full on beard, but still very much looks like himself from a very young age.
1: He was in Forest uh, Freaking Gump at four. I mean, we've seen that kid yeah. grow up.
3: <laughs> uh what's really cool is they got a lot of the original voice cast from uh the pixar games uh sorry the pixar movies and uh they got drake bell from drake and josh oh my winner. god yay. <laughs> he's getting work yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so it's just a very nostalgic journey but uh if you like Video games. If you like watching video games, I stream. Make sure you follow. Uh, I'm gonna be making some emojis that I will make uh, exclusive to subscribers, which will be fun. So yeah, good times.
1: An exclusive Sterling emoji.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I think I'm gonna do uh, kind of an emoji for Portland,
1: mm. which will be which will be good. Got it. Anything you have to plug, Ray? No. no. Yeah. He's like, I just want to go to bed. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. We'll wrap up another episode here. We thank you all for listening. Tune in again next week. We will see you later. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Subscribe to Friends Talking Nerdy on iTunes, the Google Play Music Store, as well as Spotify. Remember to support Friends Talking Nerdy on Patreon. Goodbye, darling.